Hello, listener pals. It has been so long. I've missed you so much. <laughs> it's November 25th, 2019, and this is episode 10 of Hello, Nessa, or Howdy, Nessa, or Hi, Nessa, or Hey, It's Nessa, or what other names the Gage Boys gave me on their Britney Spears episode. So... If you would like to pick a new name for my little show, go listen to them and you can pick one and refer to me as such. <laughs> so this is episode 10 of Howdy Nessa. <laughs> oh, that cracked me up so much. Um, it has been a long time and honestly, it's been a lot of it. The majority of it has been school related getting to the end of the semester. So I have exams coming up. I have some, I have two speeches I have to write. One that's due tomorrow, I have the outline written, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And um, so there's been just a lot of school. And then um, I had some health issues, which will be the subject that I get into a little later on the show, that really gave me no motivation to do anything. So I really did intend on recording a show probably like two weeks ago. (laughs) But um, shit happens, and now that I'm in a better headspace today i'm like i need to do this because i said i was going to do it on saturday but then stuff happened on saturday and i'll get into that too (laughs) and um so i just didn't get to it and then i slept all day on sunday and uh, anyway so here i am episode 10 finally sorry not sorry (laughs) um so i'm trying to think where do i want to start So I guess I'll just go, like, catch up on, like, the personal shit. Um, So I've been talking about the guy I have a crush on and how he said we should just be friends. And um, so I was trying really hard to be respectful of that um, because he was, like, the first friend that, well, one of the very first friends I made when I moved to Tucson. And um, I just, I, I want, I want him in my life regardless. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to respect this, even though I'm like lusting after him hard and, um, and just see where it goes. But like him and I reverting back to friendship mode is a lot of like innuendo, sexual innuendo talk and then flaking. Um, I can't tell you how many times we were like, we should hang out. And then neither one of us talked on that day. So neither one of us like showed up. Um, and then neither one of us acknowledged that we (laughs) flaked, but we knew we did. And I, I had, he had come into, um, my public speaking class. Um, and I was talking to him a little bit and I said, Hey, I don't want to revert back to flaky friends because I just, now that I, I kind of know him a little bit better, I'm like, I don't feel right about just flaking on you all the time. I'm like, it's it's not kosher. So I'm like, hey, let's try hanging out Saturday, which is this Saturday that just passed. And he said, okay. And and this was like two, two and a half weeks ago. And then like we would say hi to each other like randomly on Messenger and then he would avoid me for like three or four days. And I'm like, I can't do, I can't do this. I'm like, one, it fucking hurts my feelings. And two, it's giving me a lot of mixed signals because when we do talk, there's a lot of like, again, sexual innuendos. And I feel like if you're trying to establish like we're just friends, you just don't talk that way. Um, so I was telling Pumpkin, I'm like, he ain't going to show. 
And he's like, yeah, he will. And I'm like, I bet you money he won't. So we made a bet, 20 bucks, and I lost. <laughs> so, and, but, you know, I was like saying, I'm, I'm being realistic about this. If he's avoiding me, there's no, no reason for him to come and hang out with me at all. But I texted him Saturday morning and I was, or Saturday afternoon-ish. And I was like, hey, you want to come over, you know, around seven, eight o'clock? I probably said seven. I don't remember exactly. And he's like, well, hey, I have this to do and it may take longer than that. So I might be late, but yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, shit, I got, I got to shave my legs just in case. (laughs) Because I honestly didn't think that he was going to come. So, um, (laughs) so he comes over and, um, one of the things that I was like, oh, you have to come over. I have a present for you is like, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, it was our like eight year friend anniversary on Facebook. And I was like, oh, do we get gifts? And he's like, well, maybe. And I was like, oh, I'm totally going to get you something. So I made him a friendship bracelet, right? <laughs> so dumb. So I'm like, okay, close your eyes. And he puts his arm out and I tie it around his wrist. And he goes, you made me a fucking friendship bracelet? <laughs> I'm like, yes. And he didn't like think it was dumb. <laughs> I was like, aw. So, um, and then I was like, Hey, I want to apologize because I feel like when you initially, when you and I initially started talking about you coming over, it was kind of like a friends with benefits kind of thing. And then when that didn't happen the first time you came over, but things were said that led me to believe that it would be happening. I'm like, I was really confused. And he's like, yeah, I gave a lot of mixed signals and I'm really sorry about that. And, um, and I'm like, did you think like I was trying to jump into a serious relationship with you like immediately? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm like, yes, I'm into you. Yes. I'm attracted to you, but I don't know you well enough to even, um, think about that right now. (laughs) And, um, I'm like, I just want to get, I like genuinely just want to get to know you, dude. That's right now. That's my thing. And I'm like, if stuff happens with us, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm down for it, but I still want to know you. (laughs) And then he kind of looked at me like, Oh, and I'm like, if you would have just told me that initially, I wouldn't have come on so strong. And, and this weird, awkward shit wouldn't have had to happen. And then he admitted, he goes, yeah, I was just, I didn't want to like, he goes, I didn't know how to handle it. So I just kind of avoided you a little bit. And I was like, yeah. And normally when people do that, I, I'd take the hint and I would just walk. But for some reason with him, I couldn't. I'm like, no, this isn't, no. Because if he really didn't want to talk to me anymore, he wouldn't. He would just block me on everything and whatever. Um, but he didn't. So um, we started drinking like you do. <laughs> I don't know if it was a good thing or bad. No, it was a good thing. It like helped us relax. I think because we were both, I think a little like awkward, a little bit trying to figure out things. And I was like, but you know, Hey, if you want to be friends, I'll respect that and whatever. So after a little while of talking and, and whatever, I was like, how long do I have to behave myself? Because I, <laughs> cause I'm not feeling this right now, this friend thing. And, um, he kind of laughed it off and he goes, he goes, yeah, I know what you're saying. And he got up to go to the bathroom and, um, 
there's a joke between him and I um, where he gets drunk and he flashes me um, his chest. <laughs> Nothing filthy. And he's like, so I'm going to flash you now while I'm still sober so you know that I want it to happen. <laughs> and I was like, I'm taking this as a hint that uh, I can now drop the friend facade. <laughs> so we kissed a bunch and then he finally went to the bathroom. <laughs> and so um, it was cool. There's like, I'm like get giggly about it because I think it went really well as far as the night. I mean, he didn't leave until 4.30 in the morning and I, I'm like, we didn't have sex. <laughs> so that didn't happen. Um, but, um, you know, I got to find out like more, more of his like musical taste, which is super important to me, got to like hear more about his family. And so it was cool that I got to know him more and, um, yeah. So, and I, and I told him that at one point that I was really hesitant on us doing anything because I didn't want him to avoid me again because I'm like no it hurts my feelings <laughs> and I'm like and if that's just how it's going to be then I would just prefer you to leave <laughs> so um I didn't like immediately text him yesterday in fact I didn't text him until like nine at night and I was checking he like pulled something in his leg or he got a leg cramp or something so I was like hey how's your leg doing and and he responded immediately so I was like okay cool and then today I um I sent him something uh, a Winnie the Pooh gift thing and he responded immediately and I was like okay this is good so I'm not going to push it I'm not going to like get all up it up his ass about it so um but yeah I'm 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 hesitantly optimistic <laughs> um but yeah He's a good guy. He really is. I mean, even if it didn't work out with him and I, he really is a nice guy. And, um, yeah. So that's that. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to make this Turkey centerpiece thing for work for like an arts and crafts thing. And I don't really want to do it anymore. <laughs> like I volunteered, like I was all like, hell yeah, arts and crafts. I totally want to do it. And now that I have to, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Why do I volunteer for this shit? But, um, and then one of my coworkers was like, Hey, don't do like a great job. Just do like kind of a good job because we want second place because I guess like first place is like a Starbucks party and second place is a pizza party. And I am maybe one of three in the in our section that is a coffee addict so <laughs> I'm like that may be kind of a good thing because then I can just kind of half-ass this but anyhow <laughs> oh because it's a contest by the way I should have probably said that in the beginning sorry brain's a little scattered okay so subject um of this episode is medication and the reason being is um, I am on uh, a medication called Cymbalta, and it is for um, anxiety and depression. And um, I have been switching doctors, try, trying to find a new doctor, because every time I get a new one, they retire or they go into another field of specialty. So I finally found a new doctor, saw her. She was great. And, um, my prescription needed to be refilled 
and I saw there, and usually I get the automatic refill when I have like five left and I got down to like four and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so I go online to refill it and it says it's pending with the doctor. And I was like, oh, okay. So they're already working on it. No big deal. And then I forgot like, I was just like, whatever. I got so wrapped up in, in speech class and, and school and work that I forgot. And day two, without any meds, I started to get really, really dizzy. And then I started to get, like, these weird, sharp pains in my head. And then I would be confused. <laughs> and um, I, it's just, and I th I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I look up online, like the side effects of coming off of Cymbalta and it's like, they call them brain zaps. Like you get this pain and then you get dizzy and you're, you're irritable and you're confused. And so I'm like, this ain't, this isn't kosher. And I'm thinking, okay, this might last a day or two. And I'm looking online for my, my prescription refill. It still says pending with the doctor, call the doctor. They say you have to call the pharmacist pharmacist. Like you need to call your doctor. And I'm like, well, they just told me to call you. And finally, after a week of just being miserable, I called the pharmacy again. And in, and this time got in touch with like the main pharmacist who I kind of have like a friendship with because he likes the casino and I saw him at the casino. So every time he sees me, he asked me if I went to the casino, <laughs> but he's a lovely man. And I was like, Frank, I am going through these withdrawals and I can't anymore. I can't function. And I'm like, it's starting to affect my job. I'm like, I can't drive to and from work if I'm dizzy. And he's like looking through my file and he goes, you have an old prescription in here for this. I don't know why they just didn't with a refill. I don't know why they just didn't fill it. And I'm like, Frank, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, I'll have this done in 20 minutes. And he got it done. So I was able to get back on the meds. It took me a couple days. And even like a couple days ago, I was still kind of like foggy brained and I still feel a little foggy but I'm not dizzy. I don't have like the brain zaps and, um, I'm not quite as irritable and, um, but fuck it sucked. <laughs> so I went on, um, I went on Facebook and, and Twitter and I said, Hey, you know, um, you know, what, what's your, what's your deal with medication? What's your theory on medication? And a, a lot of people are just like, they hate that they're dependent on it but know that being without it is the worst. <laughs> and um, one of my pals, I don't know if she wants to necessarily be named on the podcast, but she used to work in a pharmacy. And she made a really good point that um, a lot of people are on a lot of meds, not even just like anxiety and depression meds, but just like, um, you know, like diabetics or blood pressure or cholesterol. They're all on all these medications, but the doctors don't give them any tools on how to not make that their life. Um, which I'm really lucky that I found the new doctor that I have. And I'm, I see a specialist named Nicole that they're both very anti-pill and know that it's kind of like a last resort. So the ultimate goal is to get me to where I'm not on any medication. The anxiety and depression is going to be the rest of my life. And that's fine. I would rather be functioning than not. Because before medication, I slept all the time. Never wanted to leave the house. 
um, anxiety attacks all the time. It's just like, I, I can't even tell you the last time I had a panic attack. I mean, it's, it's been that long. And so medication is a positive in that aspect, but having to regulate, like being pre-diabetic and, um, and having some issues with cholesterol and, um, some of it just runs in my family. I have shitty family genes in some aspects and some of it is my own fault for not taking care of myself. But I don't want to be an old lady who can't walk and is in like the rascal scooter. And, um, I just don't want to be her. (laughs) And so I want to, I'm trying to be preemptive about it. And I am trying to get my head wrapped around how to be healthy again and, and everything. So, um, but I agree. I think there are a lot of people that, um, take a lot of maintenance drugs without any, actual intention of ever being off of them and um and their doctors aren't like pressuring them or um giving them any sort of tools to be better um which is a shame it really is but and i had the same experience with ambien like i love me some ambien (laughs) however it's not supposed to be a long-term like sleeping aid it's supposed to be like short-term like a week and I was on Ambien for seven years and never once did any of the doctors I had during that time try to find something else for me to do to not be on Ambien. So um, I was lucky where um, my last doctor is like, no, I'm not giving you Ambien. We need to do something else. So she worked with me on finding things on that would help me sleep. And Sylvia, my new doctor, is very like, what can we do to help you sleep more? Because five hours a night is not sufficient. And I'm like, I get five hours of sleep. I'm like, fuck yes. (laughs) But ultimately she goes, no, you need to get eight. She goes, you work really hard. Like you work your brain really hard. And, and she said, no wonder you're fucking tired all the time. So, um, so she gave me a bunch of stuff that I can try um, that'll help me get more sleep. She gave me a lot of stuff to help me like work in an exercise routine, a lot of things to work on with food because I have a bad mental relationship with food. (laughs) So it's, I think a lot like it's, I don't, I won't say it's easy to blame the doctor because a lot of it I know is my fault, but if I didn't have a doctor like going, Hey, we need to take care of this. I probably wouldn't on my own. So I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm very pro medication when it comes to things that you need it for. Like I, I am not one of the lucky ones that can manage my anxiety and depression without it. Um, I cannot lead a healthy life without it, but there are some people who can and God bless you. I wish I was, I wish I was chemically made that way. (laughs) So I will never shame anybody for taking medication for what they need. Um, nor will I shame anybody for taking medication for things that, um, are just kind of like daily maintenance, but I highly encourage, um, trying to find a way not to be dependent on those because, you know, insurance won't pay for it forever, or it, maybe you grow immune to it and your body stops reacting to it. Or, um, in my opinion, it's not something that you should be dependent on. And that's myself included. So I am slowly but surely working through that. And I have amazing doctors. That's another thing. If you don't have an amazing doctor that takes the time to discuss your concerns, you might find another doctor. (laughs) 
you're not stuck with somebody that you just well in in my circumstance like because I do have a job that has good insurance so I have that luxury but I know that there's some people who are maybe on some state assistance that may be that can't pick and choose but if you do have the option to pick and choose and the doctor you have isn't listening to you find somebody else find somebody that's going to support a healthy lifestyle and that's going to and like encourage you to take care of yourself in the best way possible and not have you drug dependent. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is definitely my spiel about that. And, um, I've had a lot of experiences with, with doctors and really good doctors and, and mediocre doctors. And, um, yeah, I am, I can't settle for less than what I have right now. Like Sylvia, the doctor, I just spent like an hour with me talking to me about everything. And I've never had a doctor's appointment that way. So like there were doctors I had that I thought were amazing. What I'm finding are just like mediocre. (laughs) So it's her job to take care of me, like to find out what's going on with me and help me be healthy, not kick drugs at me and, um, have me be middle of the road. I don't, mm. <laughs> it makes me mad that I just kind of went like, whatever, I'll just take this pill. It'll be fine. No, <laughs> I'm mad at myself, but now that I, I have seen it and I've experienced it, I know better. <laughs> so find a doctor that listens to you, that takes the time with you, that doesn't treat you like you're a number that doesn't just throw drugs at you because that's what they're getting money for. Um, find out what you can do to take care of yourself. Um, and if, and don't be ashamed if you have to take medication for your mental health. I think that's one of the biggest stigmas is that people are like, they're like, there's, I know when I started taking medication, I was afraid people were going to think I was crazy. Like, I don't want people to know I'm not crazy. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, yeah, I'm crazy, but in the grand scope of things, I'm not. I just unfortunately have had a lot of shitty things happen to me as a child. Mental illness runs in both sides of my family. Um, So I've had a lot to deal with and cope with, and I haven't always done it properly. And I need medication to function. And I am not, I'm not ashamed of that because I'm not alone. I'm not the only one. There are people who have it worse than I do. And, um, so I will always say, if you need medication, take medication. I, I support you. I support you on being the best you. And if you need a little Cymbalta or Xanax or whatever it is that you take that helps you get out of bed and walk outside every day, please do. And Nessie loves you either way. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So what am I doing this week? Oh, I have a speech on Mercury retrograde tomorrow. Um, I'm talking about the science part of it and the astrology part of it. So hopefully... That goes off well. I had the outline written. I just have to like get it together in a speech and make it coherent. Um, let's see. Wednesday's nothing. Thursday's Thanksgiving, and I'm working because double time and a half. 
Friday I'm off because I am not driving <laughs> on Black Friday. Fuck no. Um, and then I have Saturday and Sunday off, but I have my final exam for astro- astrology, astronomy <laughs> on Monday. So I'm going to essentially be using my free time to go through everything and um, finish that with a bang. Um, yeah. And then I'll just have um, public speaking until the middle of December. Um, so, yeah, I guess a lot of the things that I'm doing from now until whenever the semester ends is all really school related and boring. <sighs> Boo. That's all right. <laughs> but um, I think I'm going to go ahead and end this here and I'm going to um, start making this turkey centerpiece thing for the contest and um, then maybe go watch White Christmas because I usually watch it about 5,000 times between November 1st and the end of the year and I have I've only watched it once that's because I've had no time and then Holiday Inn because I'm Linda Mason and <laughs> and It's a Wonderful Life and all those wonderful old Christmas movies yeah Anyhow, listener pals, (laughs) thanks for sticking by me and waiting for me, even though I lag and I promise that I'm, I, I think about you guys all the freaking time and then I feel guilty and then I'm like, why am I feeling guilty? I told them episode one, if I can't do it, I'm not gonna (laughs) anyways. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, (laughs) if you would like to call and leave me a voicemail. My phone number is area code 520-221-4224. You can send me emails at heynasa at gmail.com. Um, or you can leave comments at the website at hellonasa.com. And um, if you would be so inclined, go on iTunes and leave me a review. And I'm not, and I don't even care if it's five stars, just um, just to give me a little boost um, in the in the iTunes podcast thing. I don't know what it is anymore. Cause back in my day when I used to do this, <laughs> it was just whatever. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so hopefully I will be back next week. Um, I, I should be able to do that since, you know, astronomy is pretty much going to be done. Hmm. We'll see. But just in case, I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving and um, spending time with your friends, your family, whoever you choose. If you have to work, hey, high five, me too. And um, I am thankful for all of you that take your time to listen, who reach out to me, who talk to me. Um, Always, always super grateful. And um, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Okay, bye.